Hello and welcome to Fresh Inspiration with Falaka Malafe. Today I want to talk to you about the fact that favour always shows up. Favour, and we're talking about God's favour. So in order to understand what I'm talking about, I'm going to actually start with a working definition of God's favour that we're going to be talking about over the next few um, episodes. And I'll say to you that God's favour is his overwhelming goodness and kindness in your life. God's favour is his overwhelming goodness and kindness in your life. Transcending everything known, normal or natural in this world. And it is for your constant good because he loves you. God's favour is a supernatural thing. God's favour has nothing to do with what you see around you or anything to do with the circumstances. Absolutely nothing to do with that. God's favour is just because God is God. God's favour is because God loves you. And God wants to pour out into our lives his overwhelming goodness and kindness in a way that we've never seen it before. In a way that transcends what is known to man. So man knows that this is the way this should happen. But God's favour says, no, this is the way it is going to happen. So it transcends what is known. It transcends human knowledge. It transcends what makes sense to my sense or to my reasoning or my intellect. God's favour transcends all of that. Sometimes I can never explain why God favoured me. I can never explain how God favoured me. I can never explain, but I just know that I am experiencing his favour. So God's favour is his overwhelming goodness and kindness in your life. Transcending everything that is known, that is natural, or that is normal. For your constant good. God is constantly after your good. He wants good. He's a good God, a good father that gives good gifts to his children. The scripture says everything perfect and everything good comes from our father, God. So it's for your constant good. Why? Purely because he loves you. You didn't earn it. You didn't work for it. You didn't pay for it. You didn't have to twist God's hands for it. He just loves you. So what I want to share with you today as we think about God's favor is that favor always shows up. And it always shows up in the most challenging of circumstances. Yes, favor is always on you, but favor will show up in the most challenging situation. And we're just going to look at a few examples. So the first example is when we look at Noah in Genesis chapter 6. And in Genesis chapter 6, it sort of talks about the way the world looked like. And honestly, it was a world crisis. It was a world crisis. Yet favor in that world crisis showed up for a man called Noah. So if we look at Genesis chapter 6 
from sort of verse 5. The Bible says that the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth and that every imagination and intention of all human thinking was only evil continually. Wickedness of man was great. Everything that man thought about was evil continually. And he goes on to say that the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth and he was grieved at heart. So the Lord said, I will destroy, I will blot out, I would wipe away mankind whom I have created from the face of the ground. Not only man, but also the beasts and the creeping things and the birds of the air. For it grieves me and it makes me regretful that I have made them. Now verse 8 has a but. I love the but. It says, but there was a man. There was a man called Noah. So in the midst of all this destruction, this blotting out, this wiping away that God was going to do because of the state of mankind. The Bible says, but Noah found grace or favor in the eyes of the Lord. And because Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord, Noah was delivered from this world crisis that was taking place. Noah's family was not destroyed in the same way the rest of the world was destroyed. Noah's family were protected and provided for in the midst of this crisis that was going on. And we will see that that was what God did for Noah because of his favor upon Noah. Now the scripture goes on to tell us about Noah, that over, Noah was a just and a righteous man. And today the Bible says that you and I, if you are born again, we are righteous. You and I are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So in the same way that Noah found favor before God because he was righteous, you and I have favor before God because we are righteous. And I'm not talking about self-righteousness. I'm not talking about what you do or don't do. I'm not talking about how often you go to church or don't go to church. I'm not talking about whether you pray every day or whatever. I'm talking about a righteousness that has been given to us because of Jesus. Jesus paid the price. And because of what Jesus did, only that is what has made you and I righteous. So today, when Jesus is in my life, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And like Noah, I find favor in his sight. I find favor in his sight because I am righteous. So in the same way that Noah's family were protected and provided for, when everything else in the world was being destroyed by the flood, how did God protect them? He gave him certain instructions. He told him to build an ark. He told him to take two animals at the same time into this ark that he was building. And all of this were steps of faith. Because Noah had never seen an ark before, but he obeyed God. And that is why it is so important for you and I, in our walk with God, as we experience or expect 
to experience his favor in the most trying of situations. And right now, there is a trying situation in the world. But you and I do not have to go the way of the world. I expect our portion to be very different. Why? Because the favor of God is on the righteous. So God will instruct you as instructed Noah. God will, may tell you to do certain things that you think that doesn't make sense. But remember that it transcends everything known, everything normal and everything natural. And you and I just need to walk in obedience with God. Do what he says you should do. Go where he says you should go. Execute whatever he tells you to execute. Because in doing that, you're seeing the favor of God play out right before you. So Noah did that. And because of Noah's obedience to God, even when it did not make sense, how could Noah have ever visualized this ark? But even more so, how could Noah have ever visualized a flood destroying all of the world? What does that look like? What does it look like for a flood to come upon this old world and just destroy it? It's more than your mind, even my mind, can grasp. But this is where the favor of God works the most. God's favor shows up in the most difficult of situations. Why? Because God wants to show the world that you and I are favored by him. So Noah did that. His family were in the ark. His family were protected. His family were provided for throughout this period because of the favor of God that was upon him. And when you then go to Genesis chapter 8, and you look at the first few verses in Genesis chapter 8, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 8 verse 1, that God earnestly remembered Noah. God remembered and thought kindly, one version says, of Noah. You know, God remembers you. And favor is his goodness and kindness towards you. God remembers you where you're at. And he thinks kindly towards you. And if God is thinking kindly towards you, that means God is going to show you his kindness. He's thinking kindly towards you. He's going to show you that same kindness. When everything else may look dull and dark, you will be shining bright because God is showing you. He remembers you. And I want you to hear that today. God remembers you. He remembers you and he thinks kindly about you. And the impact of God remembering Noah and thinking kindly about him after the flood was so significant that when you get to verse 20 of Genesis chapter 8, it talks about how Noah built an altar to the Lord and how he offered all these sacrifices 
at that altar. And that altar to me represents an act of worship. Every time you read somebody built an, an altar to God, they wanted to come and they wanted to worship God. So it represents an act of worship that Noah was given to God. So he came. He'd been favored by God. He knew that God had showed him overwhelming goodness and kindness. And not just him, but also his family. So he comes and at the end of all of this, he comes and he worships God. And the Bible says that as he does so, God makes a promise to himself. God makes a promise to himself in verse 21. He says, when the Lord smelled the pleasing odor, a scent of satisfaction to his heart. What was that? That was the odor of praise and worship and thanksgiving unto our God. He says, the Lord said to himself, I will never again curse the ground because of man. I will never again curse the ground. Because of man. He says, neither will I ever again smite and destroy every living thing as I have done. While the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. There will be cold and heat. There will be summer and winter and day and night shall not cease. God made a promise to himself. And at the center of this is a man, a righteous man called Noah, whom God remembered. And whom God thought kindly about. And whom God favored. Who found favor before God. And that favor. Yes provided and protected for him. But also caused God to swear by himself. To never again cause the ground. Or never again smite and destroy every living thing. And that promise lives on till today. God promised himself. That is the power of the favor of God upon our lives. You know, there's so many things that favor does for us. And I just want to reassure you that favor always shows up. Favor will find you. The favor of God will find you. Have an expectation that you are favored by God. And so things will be different for you. If the world is going down. Guess what? I am going up. When they shout scarcity and lack. I am shouting poverty and. I'm shouting prosperity. Sorry. And blessings. Because that which comes upon them. Does not come upon me. And it doesn't come on you. Because God favors you. Because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. God bless you.